Amid allegations of scandal and a sluggish economy, Albertans are in the thick of an election campaign. Former Federal Minister Jason Kenney's UCP is hoping to defeat the NDP government led by Rachel Notley. Notley's government has been hammered by growing deficits and debt, unpopular tax policy and a lack of oil pipelines, while the NDP is trying to hammer Jason Kenney about his party's social conservative leanings and allegations of scandal in the UCP leadership contest. I'm Dave Breckenridge and this is 10-3. We look at how the race is playing out for both sides so far and how, despite both Kenny and Notley talking about running a positive campaign, things could get very heated as we get closer to Election Day. Before we talk politics, I want to talk podcasts, as in this one, as in the one you should subscribe to. I know how much you like to keep up on what's going on in Canada, and one of the easiest ways to do that is to go to Apple Podcasts and tap subscribe, so you get every episode right to your feed. And if you're feeling charitable, please leave us a rating and a review. His plan for health care? Privatize it. His plan for education? Cut it. His plan for new infrastructure? Toll it. His plan for our democracy? Sell it, break it, and lie about it. The question Albertans are asking is, uh, why, why did this government impose massive taxes on an economy in the middle of a recession? Why did it impose a tax on a 20% increase in taxes on job creation? Claire Clancy covers provincial politics for the Edmonton Sun and Edmonton Journal. Set the stage for us. You know, what does Alberta and the legislature look like as we kick off this campaign? So in the legislature right now, the NDP have a majority with 52 seats, and that's uh, compared to the 25 seats of the UCP. So they're going into this with a large majority. But obviously, polling has shown that maybe the UCP are pulling ahead in lots of ways. So it is going to be, I think, a really interesting race. As we saw in 2015, when Rachel Notley's government was elected, um, they actually initially won with 54 seats. And that was when the PC party was decimated. Um, and obviously, it was Wildrose Party, PC Party, uh, the main opposition there. They eventually merged in 2017 to become the United Conservative Party. And now that is led by Jason Kenney, who is going head to head with Rachel Notley. Um, and that's really what I think the next month of campaigning is going to be about. So why is it, do you think that, you know, you mentioned the NDP hasn't been doing well in in polls for people who follow tracking polls? I know they aren't necessarily a, a picture of where things will be on Election Day, but it gives a good sense of what the mood of the province is. Why do you suppose that a government that came in with a fairly strong mandate isn't doing, isn't sitting as well? Yeah, I think it comes down to what maybe the main election issue is going to be, which is the economy. When you're looking at polls, obviously they're up to interpretation, but rural Albertans might feel a bit left behind in, in terms of some of the job-creating policies that we've seen the NDP bring in. And really, I think you're looking at rural Alberta polls really supporting the UCP. And then in Edmonton and Calgary, it's a bit of a different story, but We've seen that Jason Kenney has said, and Edmonton's going to be a battleground. It looks like for the NDP, it's going to be Calgary. So there's a lot of different moving pieces with this. Like I said, the economy is going to be the big issue here. Jason Kenney in particular has been uh, peddling a corporate tax break from 12% to 8%. I think that's going to be brought up again and again by the NDP. Even this morning, I was at Rachel Notley's first commitment, uh, which was related to petrochemical upgrading. And she brought up the corporate tax as an example of 
where they differ on economic policies. So you mentioned the economy. Obviously, uh, Alberta is a very, you know, dependent on the success of the oil industry. We have unemployment up in Alberta. We're still struggling to get a pipeline built. What is the UCP's main line of attack being in relation to all of that against the government? Yeah, the main line of attack is we haven't seen a pipeline get built under the NDP. What's going to happen with TMX? We're going to push harder for it to be built, which Rachel Notley again and again brings up Trans Mountain Pipeline saying, you know, we're the ones fighting hardest for it. And we have a corporate tax cut that Jason Kenney has been proposing, which obviously, as I mentioned before, will be a major issue. And in terms of job creation, that really is in every single speech that Jason Kenney gives. It's at every media conference. It's jobs, economy, pipeline. That is the three-pillar message of the UCP campaign right now. And I think the NDP are really going to bring out probably some campaign promises about families. And we saw that with their throne speech. But I think they're also going to really hammer home, we're going to still try and create jobs. We're going to be getting this pipeline built. And yeah, that's what Albertans will be voting on. So you have a, a government that that in the lead up to the rich drop, not doing as well in the polls, they have some of their policies uh, seen as unpopular, at least used as uh, targets uh, by the UCP and, and other parties, the carbon tax for one, um, the minimum wage increase, their uh, the way they rolled out the farm safety legislation a couple of years ago. This, in theory, was seen by many as kind of a, a cakewalk or a, a coronation for Jason Kenney, but it hasn't been all that smooth in the last couple months. What is the the basis so far in the NDP's campaign? Even though, though the writ dropped uh, just this week, they've kind of telegraphed how they're going to play this out. Yeah, this is so interesting to watch because really what the NDP are doing is they are focusing on Jason Kenney's character. About a week ago, there were new revelations regarding an ongoing controversy that's been an issue for about 18 months it's an allegation that when Jason Kenney won his leadership race in 2017, he actually collaborated or his team collaborated with Jeff Calloway, who he was running against. And the accusation is that Jeff Calloway's campaign was put in place specifically to undermine Brian Jean, who was Kenney's main competitor. And the term that has been thrown around Alberta politics is this kamikaze campaign. Over the weekend, Documents were leaked that showed regular communication between uh, Kenny's current deputy chief of staff and the Callaway campaign. And it really was the first kind of smoking gun, you could maybe say, showing that there was real coordination between these campaigns. Then on Monday, McLean's actually published a story showing that the Callaway campaign was funded by a $60,000 check from a corporate entity. And there were a lot of questions about where the Callaway campaign got that money. So there, there are allegations that the Callaway's campaign got $60,000 from somebody else. That would be, I presume, uh, against uh, elections laws that you can't donate that much money to one campaign, right? Well, we know that the RCMP is investigating something related to the Callaway campaign. But basically what happened is that the Alberta election commissioner started handing out penalties to people who had donated to the Callaway campaign. And he later said in an email, which was published by various news outlets, that some of the issues went beyond his purview. There are allegations that Callaway's campaign was funded in part, at least, through donations 
that were made in other people's names, which would break the law. So what has Jason Kenney said about that piece of it? Yeah, so he took questions from reporters for almost an hour on Monday about this. And on the financial donation issue, he has been very clear saying that him and his staff heard about these rumors in the fall, and he asked his staff if they knew anything about it. They said no. And then on the kamikaze campaign allegations, Jason Kenney has said that his staff did not collaborate to sink Jean's campaign, but he did acknowledge that their campaigns were talking, and he actually has said, oh, that's totally normal. That's just what campaigning is. As of right now, the police investigation, just so we're clear, the police investigation isn't specifically looking into Jason Kenny, right? Not at all. And he's actually said that the RCMP has not contacted him or members of his staff. And I think you're right. It's a very important distinction to make. So they're looking into whether the Callaway campaign uh, or people donating to the Callaway campaign were involved in any irregularities. That's as far as we know. And the RCMP has been pretty tight-lipped about what exactly they're looking into. So this really comes from various media outlets. We saw CBC break information about this and McLean's, as I said before. So really, there's a lot of uh, different possibilities about what they might specifically be investigating. Now, when you talk about collaboration between these these campaigns, there's nothing in the rules that says they can't talk to each other, right? I think regardless of whether it's illegal, what the NDP are saying now is that it speaks to Jason Kenney's character and that it was an unethical way to win a leadership campaign. And so that's really what we're starting to hear in Rachel Notley's speeches is she's hammering home the point that Kenney potentially lied, is what she's alleging, in order to win his leadership. Right, because the idea that they could have tried to put in place a candidate to help torpedo his opponent is more dishonest than just having regular communications. Like I understand Doug Schweitzer, who was also running briefly for the UCP leadership, admitted that, oh yeah, no, we collaborate, we talked with other campaigns, um, but the allegations against Kenny's team isn't just that they talked to one another, it's that there was kind of strategizing and um, the whole purpose of the campaign was to sink Brian Jean. Exactly. And also, Kenny has been asked about this issue over the last 18 months, and he has said that he was not involved in a kamikaze campaign. What has he said about his staff? Well, he's standing by Matt Wolf, who's the person mentioned mostly in those emails. And again, he says nothing unethical happened here, nothing untoward. It was all above board. And so no one's been disciplined. No one has resigned over this. And I think we'll just wait and see how the campaign plays out. So you think this will be kind of the key messaging from the NDP over the next few weeks while you have leader Rachel Notley announcing policy? I imagine we'll see uh, proxies in, within the, the party kind of step out and be the person who really focuses on Jason Kenney and, his, and what they see as deficiencies in his character. Definitely. And we actually have seen that too with three kind of attack style websites that the NDP have created called things like the truth about Jason Kenney. And what they're doing is going back through his record as a federal um, MP as well And they're bringing up issues related to his record on voting for things like LGBTQ rights, etc. So those websites show what the NDP right now are thinking. 
Is, it, is Jason Kenney campaigning on those issues? Is he trying to bring those into the campaign or is he is he trying to keep his focus on uh, bread and butter economy issues? The majority of the UCP issues are all related to the economy. He has brought in a few kind of interesting ideas. He did have a policy announcement to increase funding for sexual assault survivor centers and resources, and that was kind of interesting. So definitely it's not only the economy, but it's important to note that over the last month, the UCP have shopped out so many policy ideas. It's been very interesting to cover because almost daily for the last few weeks, we've had an announcement from Jason Kenney about what he will do if he's elected premier. And what about the NDP? Are we seeing anything... really substantial about what they'll do with the second term. They had a throne speech uh, a couple of days ago. Were there hints of what they're going to do or or how are they framing this race? Yeah, I think they are. They are going to run on their record to an extent, but today actually was the first commitment that Rachel Notley made for what an elected government would do under her for a second term. And that was uh, increasing a program for petrochemical upgrading to $7 billion over the next decade. It's part of their larger strategy to try to get away from the boom and bust cycle of the oil economy. But in the throne speech, she definitely did make reference to some of the NDP policies we've seen in the last few years as well, including things like um, $25 a day childcare. I Mm -hmm. think we might see an expansion on that because that was specifically referenced. Uh, Also, protecting public health care was something that they really came down on hard because that was Bill 1 that they introduced, which obviously won't pass because the session stopped early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did bring in Bill 1, which was an an act to protect public health care. And it really was, I think, trying to show the policy divisions that as they see it between them and the UCP. They they talk about wanting to defend public health care, but didn't Jason Kenney also sign a giant novelty Bristol board, Bristol board contract saying that he wants to defend public health care? As well, right? So this is the the NDP while also trying to hammer Jason Kenney on personal issues. They I know they've spent a lot of time leading up to calling an election on on going at what they see, not just as Jason Kenney's record, but a conservative record on any number of, of policies. Is is that a fair assessment that they spent a lot of time at announcements also whacking at Jason Kenney or trying to stoke fear as to what he may do if he wins? I think that's fair to say. And with the public health care, that's a great example because Jason Kenney has promised a universal, publicly funded, accessible health care system. In Canada, that's very expected from politicians. So it's interesting that the NDP have really decided to make this a campaign issue as well. There, so there, it's not just it's not just Kenny, but they're also trying to to raise the ghosts of Ralph Klein. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that I like that. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. Thanks for having me. Ten Three is produced by Carson Jarama, audio courtesy Sean Butts and Dean Pilling. Special thanks to my guest Claire Clancy. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening.